0: Even though the show started off with Wood making me fairly angry this morning. which More than fairly. Which you'll hear in the bonus track at the very end of the podcast. We had fun playing around to win the intern's lunch.
1: Also had a very interesting HR files that had nothing
0: to do with work. Not at all. And will I pass my driver's test? Oh, and uh, answer that email. That email says yes. All right. <laughs> we'll get it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Now we're gonna play around a round of friend or foe. If you didn't make it through, it's okay because if and we'll explain the game here in a second. But if both of these guys walk away with no tickets, mm-hmm. then you have your chance of walking away with tickets. Yeah,
1: we'll get you in to see Miranda Lambert. Winstock's lineup's phenomenal,
0: man. So we'll go. If if these guys both lose, we'll go to the ninety nine texter. But let's meet the players first. I believe we have Kayla. Kayla, are you there? I am here. All right, Amber, are you there? Yes. Now, this is a little game called Friend or Foe. Either you're both going to walk away with one ticket after this, one of you is going to walk away with two tickets after this, or you both walk away with nothing. Okay. How it goes. Okay. So what we're going to do is in a little bit, we're going to have you guys say either friend or foe at the same time. If you both decide to be friends, you each get one ticket.
1: Split it up, even Steven.
0: If one of you decides to screw the other one and say foe, and the other person says friend, the person who says foe gets both tickets. The person who says okay. friend gets nothing. If you think you're going to be slick, and you both want to screw each other, and you both say foe, you both walk away with nothing. So you can mm. see why the stakes are high.
1: Yep. So in this game, we always like to give everybody an opportunity to convince everyone. Because if everybody says friend, we're all happy, all right. right? Now, Kayla, you're up first. You explain to Amber why you should both say friend. Um, we should say
2: friend because, you know, that's the world today. At least you know nobody wins, nobody loses. You both win something. Uh, I don't. Know, I get, I. I'm all about the sharing deal. Okay. I was you know, I was putting the spot there. I didn't know what doing. So. What's that? I was putting a spot there. I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. Why couldn't Amber go first?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you better you better get your head on a swivel, though, and start thinking quick, because we're going to play in a second. But, Amber, why do you think Kayla should say friend also? Why should you both say friend?
3: Um, I asked my three-year-old daughter what I should say, and
2: she said to say friend. And it's Christmas time, so it's better to give than receive, right?
0: That is true. Very true. Always true. See,
2: I don't. I don't have any kids, but my dogs would probably say that and, and eat my tickets, But whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a solid argument. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas time. I like that. That's a very good point, Amber. Oh, and yeah. your daughter's awesome for saying that. Aww. So,
0: so here's what gonna, here's what we're gonna do, Kayla and Amber. We're gonna take just a quick break, okay? Okay. And when we come back, we're going to play Friend or Foe to see, are both of you going to Winstock? Is one of you going to Winstock? Are none of you going to Winstock? Sounds All right. good. All right, we got Kayla and Amber sitting on the phone right now ready to play uh, Friend or Foe. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they both decide to say foe and they don't get any tickets we go to the 99 texter correct so be listening for that there's still a chance for you to go even if you're not kayla or amber Mm -hmm. but let's get them on the phone before we do this we like to we've asked them to turn their radios down we just like to say are you gonna say friend or foe so we know going into it and
1: they can't hear this
0: right right so uh kayla are you there i am all right so amber can't hear us right now on hold we just want to know do you plan on really saying friend or foe Uh, we won't share this information with anybody
2: For two tickets, but I I will say friend. I will say friend.
1: Okay. Okay, Now you're not locked into this. You can change it at the last moment if you'd like to, okay? Okay.
0: All right. We're going to put you on hold and find out what Amber's going to say. Hold on, okay? All right. Oops. Cut her off there. Amber, are you there? Yes. All right. Now Kayla can't hear us right now, but we just like to find out behind the scenes. Do you plan on saying friend or foe?
1: I'm
2: going to say friend. Okay. Now
1: you're not locked into that. You can change that if you would like, okay? I know. <laughs>
0: but you're just a nice person.
1: Yes. All right, hold on one second, okay? Actually,
0: not hold on oh, one second. Good. We're going to get uh, Kayla back on the phone with us. Kayla,
2: okay. are you there? I am here.
0: All right, and Amber, you're still there? Yep. All right, real quickly, if you both say friend, each of you gets one ticket to win stock. Mm-hmm. If one of you says foe okay. and the other one says friend, the person who says foe gets both tickets. The person who says friend gets nothing. If you both say foe, you both walk away with nothing. Okay. All right, so All I'm right. going
1: to count backwards from three. No hesitation. You got to say it right when I get the countdown's over. You got to announce friend or foe. We're going to count down now here. Say friend or foe in three, two. One. Friend. Hey! <laughs> and that was a perfect unison, too. <laughs> <laughs> Unity!
2: Awesome. <laughs> uh, Congratulations. Very cool. Yeah, Merry Christmas, too. Kayla, what made yeah. you go with friend this morning? Well, I I just wanted a ticket. I didn't really care. Um I mean, two would have been awesome, but it was nice. I would have shared with Amber. I would have shared with the other person, of course. Her daughter was nice, pretty awesome. <laughs>
0: And Amber, you stuck with what your three-year-old told you. You stuck with friend.
2: Exactly. Awesome. Well, it's kind of
0: weird to win one ticket to something, but hey, yeah, you, you got. It's a good start. Better than nothing.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's better than buying two. <laughs> Kelly, you would.
1: He's being a bad
0: friend. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are now joined by our human resources guy
1: Brian Zenzen. Now, this is a, another question that has really nothing to do with work, but they came in says can you ask Zenzen?
4: Fair enough, let's do it.
1: Now, it says Zenzen seems like a super smart guy. Can he uh, can you ask him this if my friend borrows my car, should they return it with a full tank of gas <laughs> uh-huh. or just replace the gas that they used?
4: Interesting. <laughs> Ah. I guess it would depend upon how they got it, because if you're the kind of person that would hand off your car to a friend and it would have like a quarter tank.
1: If I'm okay. using it to like, hey, just run and you save me an Uber. Yeah. Then I just replace the gas. Maybe yeah. I, I may not even replace the gas; I'll just throw you a 10 ski or something. Right.
4: Yeah. And see, like unless like your car is like broken down or something but, like a lot of this comes to be like with a truck. Like, hey, can right. I borrow your truck for something or can I, right. can I do that? I've had to borrow my dad vehicles, and this is probably like a dad thing, but I mean it, no matter where my gas gauge is, he always returns it full. Your dad's kinda, he's that an is, outstanding gentleman. That's a mode yeah. right it, it's a power oh, move oh. right there. It's a wealth. Rubbing your face you know, in it. He's walking back to his car, gives you the you know, gives <laughs> yeah. you the look back. It should at least be returned, my opinion, should at least be returned at the level that you picked it up at. Okay. Anything else is icing on the cake. You know, I've had, I've heard of or again what I've gotten vehicles back as they've been run through the car wash and gassed up. Jeez. But when you, but when that happens. I'm more likely to say, "Yeah, you can use it for whatever you want," That's because true. Mm-hmm. it comes back in good condition.
0: Did you guys used to do the thing when you like say we're sixteen, 17 years old, and you would go out driving with your friends because there's literally nothing else to do? Cruising division. Then everybody yeah. would just give you like two or three bucks at the end of the night. Well, for you had that. to, man.
1: <laughs> the old bumper then, sticker.
0: Like the person who didn't give you gas was immediately ostracized. You're not going to be. not and you're not going to pick him up again, right? Because it's the cheapskate. I had a '82 Caprice Classic. That was my high school. My first high school car was an 82 Caprice Classic. Good God. That thing got about four miles to the game.
1: Uh huh. So big. I was
0: always like, you guys have to chip in or we're not making it. Or You got to start
1: pushing. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not making it to our destination. Now, do you own a t- truck, Zen correct? I do have a truck, yes. Kelly, you have a truck. I have a truck. I certainly do. Would you help someone move? I have, and I usually do. Yep. Why? Why? Uh, There's no way in hell I'm helping anyone move.
4: It's Well, one, it depends upon have, have they helped me before, okay. or am I likely to have them help me again? I started a rule years ago because I've moved a lot from
0: Minnesota to Texas, from Texas to Minnesota, Minnesota to Texas, Texas to Minnesota. I stopped asking for people for help moving so that no one would ask me because mm. I hate moving I I don't want to be a jerk and not help someone move and so I don't ask for any help That's my, how I booked it. My Ooh. wife
4: and I have talked about this recently I we feel we because like we moved into our house and we have said when we move again we will not ask a family member for help because we're to the age that if you're older than 30 you've got you're an established family whatever. You should probably just hire movers and not burden your family with it. Without a doubt. And I know that's expensive, but you think about the time and energy it takes you. You got to wrangle all your family together, and like it just—it's such a pain. To Hell do no, that man, stuff.
1: I ain't slipping a disc for anybody. No. <laughs> and I can tell you what: there is a piece of furniture in my house that we got from my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. There was a mover when they moved this thing into my parents' home. When he tried to pick it up. This guy made a noise. (laughs) I felt horrible. It sounded as if it was an animal that needed to be put down the way he screamed. And he didn't walk right through it. I felt so bad So your parents
4: didn't leave it in the house when they sold it, right? No, because when
1: they moved out, their movers moved it into my home. Okay. And I'm told, Andrew, I was like, if we move... That's saying. A, we're getting movers, or Uh, I'm setting uh, that thing on fire uh, in the kitchen, because I ain't touching
4: it. (laughs) So when we bought our house... Uh, downstairs in our basement, we had there's a fireplace, and then the guy had a 60 inch projection TV Ooh, above the, the fireplace, just just sitting on the fireplace base. And when I first saw the ad for the house, I go, "Oh, that looks like an older flat screen." And I went and looked at it, and I mean, this is the it it's two feet wa- long in the back. Yeah, it's, deep, I mean, this thing's yeah. got to be. 200 pounds easy (laughs) and the realtor says yeah and the homeowner is willing to leave the tv here and i said i'm sure they are yeah but i'm not taking it (laughs) (laughs) that's like the bar that i built in my basement so the bar
0: i built it's an old uh it's an old like cutting board from a restaurant that my dad took out you know it's four and a half feet long Mm -hmm. but that thing must weigh my bar must weigh a thousand pounds like there's no way i'm
4: taking that thing out of the house yeah some of that stuff i look at Oh man, we're going to be moving in a couple of years. I really don't want to have yeah. to do this, but like I said, I'm just going to hire somebody. But yeah, with with that, I mean, if you if you have a truck, I feel like you are a target.
1: But if somebody uses your truck to move, then they got to fill it all the way up. Yes, because you you're that they're banging stuff. on you. Tear. you know, they dented something. They're not telling you, yeah. right? Yeah, right. No way, <laughs> yeah, no way, man. No way.
4: Run it to the car wash, full tank of gas, vacuumed out. That's well, from the man right there. That's right.
0: It's more than just HR, right? That's right. I mean, you're really becoming just an all-around right, Dear Abby.
4: Dr. Dr. Zenzen that's class. is in yeah. that's next class. week. Oh. Yep. I like
0: that. All right. Well, we'll get to the bottom of something again next week, because mm-hmm. that's what we do in the HR Files with our human resources guy. Brian Zenzin, we got Win the Intern's Lunch on the way next. So if you would like to play, get on the phone and call us up now. You can take the food right out of AJ's mouth. We're doing Finish the Christmas Lyric again. So if you want to play Win the Intern's Lunch, call us up right now. Yes,
1: sir. And uh, this story's interesting. Since we've already been knocking out of the park with animals so far today.
0: Well, we, we pretty much trashed the loon this morning. My hot dog. <laughs> uh,
1: check this out. The oldest living land animal just had a birthday. Okay. Now, this is Jonathan the Tortoise. Now, if you had to guess how old Jonathan the Tortoise is, what would you say?
0: Uh, it's got to be in the hundreds. I, I'd probably say 127. Okay.
1: Am I close? No, sir, oh. you are not. Jonathan the Tortoise turned 190. Oh, my gosh. He has lived on the remote island of St. Helena on the South Atlantic Ocean since 1882. Now, the cynic in me would say, are we sure this is the same tortoise? Right, and how do you know? Right. But they, then again... They put a little hashtag on or a little hash mark on him every year. It's not like an animal that runs off and then comes back. Um, he was thought to be at least 50 years old in 1882.
0: He wait, was, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. He's 175. 190. 190. 20. I feel like... Oh, here was, we go. Minus 190. What? 1882. It says 1832. If you take 190 away from 2022... Well, but
1: that's yeah. what I'm saying. They thought he was 50 when they found him in 1882.
0: Oh, oh, my bad. I wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> Pain. Jonathan was a gift of the future governor to the British Overseas Territory. But check this out. He's lived through two world wars, watched the more than 35 governors on the island come and go. He's seen the introduction of radio, telephones, TVs, internet cars and an airport. Andrew
0: Jackson was re-elected president in 1832, and that turtle was just out there doing his thing.
1: Now, Jonathan, uh, even though at 190 years old, he is blind and doesn't have a sense of smell. Now, I don't know how they found out he has a sense of smell.
0: <laughs> the blind part, I guess he's just walking in the walls and things like that. Now, how old will he live to Great be? Great question.
1: Don't know. Uh, but they do say that he still enjoys eating, sleeping in the sun, and also mating. Oh, wow. At one hundred ninety oh, years
0: old, yeah, if he can do it, that man, go ahead. Maybe something into that turtle shell or something. They say he's the oldest tortoise ever. Okay, so that's awesome. I find that to be so cool. Just to think of what he was on Earth and what was happening then. You know what I mean?
1: And you would think, out of all the animals, a yeah. tortoise wouldn't be the one to stick around.
0: Well, you got the protective shell. You don't move very fast, but, but that's my thing. You don't get out of the way of anything. But what's gonna get you? What's gonna, what you, what's gonna get a tortoise? A crocodile can't get him because of the shell. Mm. In, you know they're they're pretty protected. I think. Fair point, man. Very interesting. What's a uh, p- fat plumber <laughs> comes for him? Who knows? <laughs> uh, d- all right. So we got. Whitney, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Super Mario. He was always oh jumping my on the turtles. God. Jeez, dude, <laughs> that is a stretch. All right, <laughs> let's class it up and play a little Whitney Interns Lunch. Now I got to tell people this: if if you call in and you hear like a <laughs> and then you hear us talking, that's me putting you on hold. Because I put people on hold, and then they always hang up right away. Okay. So if you hear that sound, that and then the the sound of the radio station, that's me putting you on hold. That's you getting S- through. That's right. So all those people I put on hold, call back now because we need someone to play. Kelly and Wood. All right. We got Julie sitting on hold, ready to play Win the Intern's Lunch. <laughs> Christmas edition. Julie, you there? I am. All right, we're going to play a round of Win the Interns Lunch. This is where we ask our interns questions, uh, record their responses, and you just have to guess will they get the answers right or wrong, okay? All right. Now, with AJ and to keep it in the Christmas theme, we've been having him finish the Christmas lyrics, okay? Okay. So I'm going to play you the songs that we played for him, and you just have to guess will he be able to finish the lyrics or not? Okay. All right, here we go. First song I played for AJ was this one.
2: Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve
0: Will he be able to finish that? No. You don't think so? No. All right. Let's see what AJ pulled, pulled out for us. What? Finish the lyrics to this song.
2: Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve
3: you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Of course
2: he can Of course he gets that. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe.
0: Nice work. Hey, AJ, hey, coming through in the clutch. All right, well, he got that one. Nicely done, hey, AJ. Oh. Yeah. You know what's funny? Looking at AJ, you would assume that he would get that one right. Wow. No, I'm just saying. Like, he looks like he would be the kind of guy that likes that song. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got better. <laughs> what does that even mean? We don't know. All right, moving on to the next one. Come, Come on. on. You got to get best to uh, three, okay? Okay. All right. The next one I played from was this. Sure, I
2: want to buy you.
0: I regret even putting that one on there. Did he finish that one? No. You don't think so? All right, let's see. All right, in my humble opinion, the worst Christmas song of all time. But will AJ be able to finish the lyrics on this one? Sir,
2: I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please.
3: It's Christmas time, and those shoes are just her size? Oh, man, that is so
0: close. Well, what here, you be the judge if we give it to him on that one.
2: For my mama, please. Just give Curtis Hear this song.
1: It's Christmas saying. Eve, and these shoes
0: are just her side. Right. we got to play by the rules. It's, it's Christmas. What would you say? Christmas time. I think it's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her side. Oh, so, so close. close. Oh, so, so close. close. The, so close. That's the last time I'm ever playing that song again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Julie, where do, you, where do you stand on the Christmas shoes, Julie?
2: I love that song. Really? Do you? Julie loses. I
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's get somebody else on the line. I can't. We have nothing in common. <laughs> well, Julie, you got one right. You just got to get this last one. If you get this last one, you win AJ's lunch. You ready? All right. Here we go.
2: Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop.
0: Will he get that one? Yes. All right, let's see. All right, AJ, you're doing good. Let's see where you fall on this one. Now, this is Wood's favorite Christmas song. I just happen to know that. So put some respect on this one.
2: rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop.
3: Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to hop.
0: Oh my god, that's so close! Jeez! Dang it, I wanna give it to you, but I can't!
2: Rock it around, the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe.
3: To see see, every couple 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 tries. Stop! Not
0: stop. Yeah, tries to, stop. to be fair, I don't know if anyone knows those words. <laughs> I know, but I, we gotta—we have to play by the rules. Otherwise, why are we even doing this? The rules are the rules. But AJ, <laughs> I am thoroughly impressed, sir. Thank you. He didn't get that one. Mm. You know oh, what, Julie? I we
2: should give
0: it to him. If you didn't like the Christmas shoes, I would be sad that you lost this wow. morning Wow! <laughs> but you got to learn, girl. You got to learn.
2: I know, but what was that song you played the other morning about the Christmas drive or something?
1: Driving
0: yeah. home for Christmas.
1: That song sucks, yeah. too. That doesn't cancel yeah. each other out.
0: That's a double <laughs> negative. That makes it positive.
1: <laughs> Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and
0: Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the Trash Flash. We're headed to...
1: Florida, Australia, my friend, trash. that's right. The clues were there. Well, that's where authorities were out on the job. Now, apparently, Australia has been kicking up their uh, drunk driving enforcement. OK, nothing now, wrong with that, something to keep in mind, the legal limit in Australia. Now, if you would ask me, I would have guessed that it was higher. Me too. Fosters and all that, you know. Well, it's actually lower. The legal limit in Australia is 0.05. Okay, so 3.03 less than ours. Right. Here in America, well, I guess it's different by states, but, you know, I think most states are 0.08.
0: I'm taking my driver's test today, so I have to know that. Nail it.
1: Well, authorities were out, and they saw a work truck all over the road. Mm-mm. So they decided, hey, we got to get this guy pulled over because it was becoming that mid-afternoon peak traffic time when school pickups were going to be underway. <laughs> so authorities walk up, bang on the door of the motorist who wasn't paying much attention. Finally, the officer reaches open, rips open the door, and the, office, the driver goes, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving here. Where are you fellas come from? Well, they pulled the gentleman out. His name was Christopher Stream. Bye-ya. And they said, we're going to give you a quick blood alcohol test here, a little blow test. Yeah. He checked in with a robust point. 395. Oh, my gosh. Nearly eight
0: times the legal limits. Dude, that's knocking at death's door right there. It,
1: literally, so that's like a body cam footage, and even the police officer goes, wow, that's the most I've ever seen. I was just watching an episode of Intervention, and the the woman had
0: like a .39 and had to go to the hospital. They're, they said that people can die at that amount.
1: Yeah, you got to imagine this is in pain. Wow. Uh well thankfully the guy he wasn't much of a fighter he went instantly to jail where the, they're throwing the book at him over oh, their laws so. are different and everything like that but yeah they're charging him with all sorts of things uh what they say uh reckless act uh responsible all all this other stuff but yeah they're gonna go ahead and throw the book at him and they say choosing to drink and drive like that puts not only yourself at risk but every person around you. .395 That is
0: I I am That's blown trash. away by that.
1: Yeah. All right, we, we got <laughs> what do you with the jittery do down?
0: <laughs> all right, come on, let's give this one a score. Come on. We got to go right away with that blood alcohol level. Point three nine five gets you 395 points. Right out the gate. That's what it is. Um, Then we get 75 for him being just drunk on top of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Driving a truck under that is just trashy, dude.
1: Especially when it's school pickup time, man.
0: I'm going to give him 250 points for that. Agreed. Um, um, Let's see. We got he was arrested. 75. What, what am I missing here, Wood? How about
1: the fact he didn't know the cops were outside his door until they yeah. opened oh the door, gosh. and he was surprised. Holy moly. All right, That's we'll, trash.
0: we'll give another 175 for that. He was arrested, 75. All right, I think we got a good s- score here, Wood. Come on. This one made me sad. Yeah, hey. I guess it can't all be laughs all the time, mm-hmm. can it? Well, we got a score here, though, Wood. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Today, our gentleman who should have been nowhere near a motor vehicle who almost literally drank himself to death earns himself a whopping and insane in a very short story, 975 points. Trashy. Whoops. Sorry, Wood. Trashy. There we go. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. All right, so later on today, uh, at 1145, to be precise, I have to retake... My written driver's test today. Hold on, somebody wants to say something. Hello?
3: Hi, I just wanted to say something about taking your um, permit test again.
0: Yes, please.
3: <laughs> um, I had to do that too. I had my driver's license for like 10 years before I had to do it again because I lost my North Dakota license when I was living in Montana. Okay. And I had to redo my permit test and my driving test. And I failed my permit test oh. the first time.
0: <laughs> don't tell me that. You're sending, Now you're sending me in there with doubt.
2: <laughs> I, now, I'm just laughing so hard.
0: Now, let me ask you, isn't that funny that you can just be driving around and then you fail a test about driving? <laughs> yeah. Or
3: well, it's because they ask you, like, how many feet away from this, how many. And I'm like, I don't know. Did you, I no? actually, because I, I study. But then I studied. I looked it over, and I was like, oh
0: my gosh, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> so I paid 50 bucks for a practice test last night that was supposed to have all 650 questions. Ooh! I didn't get through this all really? of them. Yes, and I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I study for this earlier? Like, I literally thought I at know. 7 o'clock last night I was going to be able to get enough studying in for this test. I got some stumpers here, too. <laughs>
3: all right. Oh my gosh. All right, well, we'll it see. It so funny, though.
0: <laughs> but you have your license now.
3: Oh, I do, and I passed the driving test with flying colors. Okay. (laughs) But it's the written test that I, yeah, I didn't do so much. (laughs) You're
0: psyching me out. You're psyching me out now. (laughs) You got this. You got this. All right, well, we'll see. We're going to see right now with Wood's test question. Good. All right, thanks for the call. All right, Wood, so. You got some questions to see if I know how to drive.
1: I have five questions here. Why did I do this? And I
0: thought I picked some doozies. I always do this. I always wait till the last second to do everything, and then it's a thousand times more stressful than it should be.
1: First question here. If a tire suddenly goes flat while you are driving, you should what? Take your
0: foot off the accelerator, slow down, turn on your haz- turn on your
1: emergency lights. No. You should hold the steering wheel tightly and keep the vehicle going straight. Well,
0: okay. so Oh for 1. <laughs> so the things I say are wrong. But you're not giving me multiple choice. It's not multiple choice,
1: friend. I think the test is multiple choice. Well, then hopefully this choice is on there. Here right. we go. Question number two. When adjusting your seat, you should allow at least blank between your chest and the steering wheel. I actually know this one. 10 inches. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting my license. Someone should tell my mom that, by the way. Her <laughs> face is like an inch away from the wheel on the yeah. three times she drives a year.
0: I always laugh at those people that just are like hunched up all on the. I'm like, are you that nervous driving
1: that? My mom is. Honestly, God, if my mom hit a curb while driving, that airbag popped off. They're going to find her head three blocks away. Should call her. Anyways, <laughs> all right, here we go. Which apologize. Which takes precedence? Road signs? Signals a stopped school bus or a police officer.
0: I know this one. A police officer. Oh,
2: correct.
1: Two for three. I'm going to be driving. You can delete that Uber app here in a second. (laughs) Here we go. If you find yourself feeling sleepy while driving, (laughs) this is me every day. You should blank. (laughs) <laughs> pull over and take a nap. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. Ironically, called Kelly yesterday afternoon. Oh, hello? What are you
0: doing? I, I stopped and took a nap on the side of the road. I have a very long drive home, and I get up very early for work. Sometimes I get a little drowsy. What a street bum you are. But now, hey, it's, you're hot. I, and I, You know what? There's, I pass so many lakes on the way home. It's <laughs> nice to just pull over by a lake and take a little nap. It's beautiful. <laughs>
1: You should try it sometime. You want to join me? Literally, again? the car door is the only thing keeping you from being homeless. Uh, Becca texted, hey, some of us have short legs. We need to be that close. Okay. Well, I just tell it, Joe.
0: it's it, Ten inches is the rule. All right, here we go. In
1: your fifth and final question, you've gone three for four so far. All right, let's see. You are approaching an uncontrolled intersection. Yes. A truck reaches it on your right at the same time. Who has the right of way?
0: The person on the left yields to the person on the right. So the person on the to the farthest right has the right-of-way. So who has the right-of-way? The, well, the you truck, or the truck? The truck. The truck was on the right of me, right?
1: Dang it! Correct! Yes. <laughs> Dude, I might pass this thing. You actually might.
0: I Now, a lot of this... That 50 bucks was well worth it then. No, it wasn't. I, mean, I,
1: I think if you go in there, they actually had this in a pamphlet form. I, but I didn't want to read. Ah, yes. you <laughs> what I'm saying? Yes! <laughs>
0: USA! Now, read it because reading isn't a big part of driving. It's doing.
1: That's true. Uh, now, remember, our intern Yusuf failed this six times. You're going for your first. I'll give you those so you can keep studying.
0: Thank you later on today.
1: <laughs> I did it! Maybe it's just me. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean, no one.
0: It's time for maybe it's just me. All right, get ready for this one. If you were to weigh all of the electricity that powers the internet. It would weigh as much as an apricot. Now, a few reasons why that Intrigues me Okay I had no idea that you could weigh electricity I didn't know that electricity had weight to it And second of all Think of all the electricity that is powering the internet mm-hmm. That's a lot of electricity And if you could somehow get it all into one spot It would only weigh as much as an apricot Apricot, whatever mm-hmm. Nice. No, well, it's the same thing I don't know It's, you know, tomato, tomato Isn't it, isn't it a peach? I think it's the same thing, yeah Okay. I'm trying to class it up a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, it does sound a little fancier. You know, no. if you like, see, like, peach jam and apricot jam, you're probably going to go for apricot jam. It sounds classy. Sure,
0: but what I'm trying to tell you is <laughs> take all the electricity powering the internet, put it in one spot, weigh it, and you would have a peach. You would have the same weight as a peach. Mm-hmm. That doesn't interest you at all. Like I said, this isn't like a long one with all kinds of details or everything like that, but i who, who even knew that you could weigh electricity?
1: So what are they talking, like the voltage or the neurons or shortage?
0: Sure. All of it, yeah. You get all of it. Electricity is watts, amps, volts. No, volts and amps. Watts is the amount of, like, uh, watts. I'm glad you're bringing this to the table, man. <laughs> watts is the amount of work that electricity does. Mm-hmm. Volts times amps equals watts, I believe. Okay. No, volts times ohms equals watts.
1: So apricots not a jam. <laughs> Megan texted in, says not the same thing in all caps. Apparently we've angered uh, the apricot. Peaches I don't are fuzzy, them. apricots are not fuzzy. Is that the only difference? This is a pretty controversial topic. Was <laughs> the inside all the same? I don't know. Your fact just sounds like somebody made that up and just wrote it down. And I was on, all right, cool. It's, a, it's from Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's You know that uh, thing where like you eat like five spiders a year yeah. or whatever? You know that's fake?
0: Yeah, that one ended up being fake.
1: Because it was made up by a professor to show you how fast facts can be made up. I think this fact was made up, just no one cared to debunk it.
0: This is in a book called It Can't Be True Too. Mm.
1: I oh. mean, sounds like they really did a lot of deep dive on <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if they're putting it in a book, you know it's for real. Uh, by the way, Kim texted in, an apricot and a peach are distinctly different. An apricot is significantly smaller. I like how that That's what's getting the ticks going I, I like how that's getting more ticks <laughs>
0: Than the fact that all the electric Guys did you hear what I said <laughs> All the electricity powering the internet Would weigh as much as an apricot
1: May I have your attention please
0: <laughs> Fine I don't care
1: <sighs>
0: Throw I, an apricot at you <laughs> I don't care man that's so interesting Is I, a peach
1: or an apricot Let me
0: close this out I know You know what's going to happen? This is going to be like the other day when I did that one about fuel economy and cold weather. No. Uh, that literally put me into a trance. And literally the owner of the company said it sucked? Yeah. <laughs> the guy whose name's on my paycheck?
1: That sucked so much I lost weight. <laughs> Megan, that's not true. Why don't you throw a few apricots in the mix? Oh, she's talking about the
0: peaches. not the- No one's not- talking about <laughs> it. No one even remembers what I did. <laughs> Old forgettable Kelly Jordan, they call me. Maybe you didn't find this interesting. <laughs> Clearly you didn't find this interesting. I don't care, man. I found it interesting. <laughs> and I'll have another one tomorrow, and you can hate that one, too. And I'll look you right and dead in the face and say, Ha, 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 maybe it's just me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Not going to lie, there's not many times where you actually irritate me, but this morning it happened. You got hot. <laughs> With good reason, I think.
1: Uh, we also talked about my manicure and broken
0: finger. Mani-pedi. That was Nice. And I'm sure there was other stuff sprinkled in. Oh, plenty. Well, we talked about Pearl Harbor. Mm hmm. That was good. Uh, it's all right now on our bonus track, which is our first break from 5
1: 40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Anyone there with two ears, you should apologize to right now. Nah, man. One man. Like, I can't hear out of my right ear very well right now. What is that? Because it's all backed up and clogged up. Put that on the list. Well, I have very tiny ear canals. Of course. And Why? I won't apologize Why for that. Wouldn't you? <laughs> well, what do you mean, how dare you? I didn't say how dare
0: you! Oh wait, said, you on. can't hear. Can't I you? gotta put the other ear on. What'd you say? You said I have tiny ear canals. I said, of course you do. Just put that on the list. How dare you, sir?
1: <laughs>
0: how dare you? Put that on the list of ailments that Ale would.
1: I now I've always dealt with tiny ear canals. I, I used to, as a kid, get really bad ear infections, and a couple years ago, I got tubes put in because I had so, my ears were so backed up, and I had to fly to Florida for my best friend's wedding. Yeah. And I got told, you can't fly. Your ears are so bad. Like, you have so much buildup and pressure in your ears. If you go up, your eardrum could burst. Jeez. So they had to put tubes in. And let me tell you, it was the best thing ever. For like a solid two years, I didn't get earaches. And then? They fell out, oh. which can happen. The The tubes can fall out. And man, I wish I could get them back. I don't know if I just call and say, hey, uh, can I get tubes? Put them back put in? in yourself. No, 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 no. Like, it's. do you know what this is? How dare you, sir? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what it is. It's like, there's like... All right, I'm going to sound stupid, but whatever. Here we go. Let oh. it ride. It, like, there's like an inner eardrum that they puncture and put like a tube in that if you get built up behind that, it can leak out. Yeah, man. But That's crazy. The ears are wild. And as you know, I already battle... Vertigo And Renaud's syndrome Raising vertigo awareness by the way Renaud's has nothing to do with yours Learn, Pick up a book
0: <laughs> All right, Pick up a medical journal <laughs> well, with you. You're the only one on earth that I think has it so.
1: As I pick up medical ju- Vertigo? <laughs> no Renaud's syndrome No dude that's a very common deal okay. I, Maybe I don't know <laughs> Alright Anyways Well that's
0: good to know Wood Thank you for that rundown of your physical ailments
1: Well after that little circle of the bases of knowledge I've got another thing Yes this this weekend I was hanging out with a couple buddies. We were watching football. Oh, nice! And for the invite. The topic of the loon was brought up. Okay. Now you oh, and man. I. Oh man!
0: It's like being at the cabin.
1: Not outdoorsmen. All right. I like being outdoors. I've brought this up before, and no offense to the great state of Minnesota. The loon's a stupid bird.
0: Please to explain, because <laughs> now now you're walking on the fight inside of me. Listen. I love loons. This That sound right there, that is being at the cabin. Coming out in the morning, there's a little dew on the grass. Even this bird sounds dumb. Go wipe down the boat, get ready for another day on the lake.
1: And so I said to you know the guys, I said, I, did you guys know the loon can't fly? Which everyone started yelling at me, yes, it can, yes, it can. Right. I seen video... Of this bird. This bird can't even walk on land.
0: Right. Like, doesn't it kind of, like, rub its chest on the ground as it walks? Because it's
1: too, like, top-heavy, right? It looks like those dogs that, like, lose the use of their back legs and, like, drags it along. It's sad. (laughs) Well, this bird was born that way, though. So, James jumps on his phone and pulls up, like, the Minnesota DNR website with, quote-unquote, loon facts. Tell me somebody didn't get hammered and write this article. Check this out. All right. The loon, because their bodies are heavy relative to their wingside, need a 100 to 600 foot runway in order to take off from a lake.
0: But that means, yeah, from the lake. They're not like on ground running for 600 feet. Because they can't do it. Their their chest rubs on the ground. Okay. they got to get going on the water because otherwise they're too top heavy.
1: Do you realize how far 600 feet is? That's two football fields. It's a job. What kind of pathetic bird are you? Uh, I I don't even think a 747 needs two football fields to take off. But this is haunting. Once this thing gets airborne, it can go to 75 miles an hour. Holy cow. That I did not know. How's that possible? How how are you so ineffective to get off, but then once you do, you're a rocket ship? They must use their
0: leverage. Like, they must put their chest into it and just (laughs) start dive bomb.
1: But how long can they
0: sustain that 75 miles an hour?
1: I I, I didn't go into it, but I love the last note on the Minnesota DNR about loons. Scientists think loons can live for 30 years or more. Holy cow. How have we not dialed this in yet? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean dialed it in? We just assume like I don't know oh, thirty years.
0: Like you can't write it down. Put it down, <laughs> Doug. Can, can I tell you a cool loon story? Since you over here bashing the loon, please. So my cousin Stephen uh, was a scuba diver. And so he'd bring his Lake Beltane, which is up like Park Rapids, Minnesota, is where we went on vacations my entire childhood. Okay. One of the cleanest lakes you will ever see in your life. I'm talking like you can see down probably 16, 17 feet. Mm -hmm. And it's not weedy or anything like that. So he would bring his... Uh, he would bring his scuba gear up to Lake Beltane and then he'd take me scuba diving, right? And to see a loon under the water, because, you know, they swim too. I don't know, man. That, you're, you're irritating me with these little facts
1: a little bit. And that's what people are texting in like, hey, watch it. Seaver texting in. It can swim underwater. I yeah. heard that they can bite a toe off. Probably, but the- <laughs> <laughs> you did you write this article? In the DNR, <laughs> I'm just, maybe. I'm gonna throw a few things out that I
0: believe. I believe it to be true.
1: Add it to the add it to the article.
0: <laughs> but no, so but to be underwater and to see a loon come underneath the water and snag a fish or whatever. I assume that's what they're doing. <laughs> <of> the water.
1: <laughs> add that to the article. And Yeah, maybe it eats fish. Put oh! it down. Is it a duck?
0: Well, is it a duck? No, because then we'd call it a duck. It's, it's a duck's the, a bird? It's in the same... This is where we start to get in trouble, Wood. When we start <laughs> to go off the beaten path and start to try and figure life out on our own. Brother, we're already there. <laughs> but I, I'm sure it's in the same genius... genius, genius <laughs> <laughs> As the duck... Seaman! <laughs> But I'm saying, to be underwater on Lake Beltane and to watch a loon come underneath the water and swim was pretty dang cool.
1: I Because, we, again, we're still, all of a sudden we're sitting there watching football and it's become a loon discussion. Right. And they said, if you see a loon in the water, watch out because they'll go underwater. And James swears to God he has a friend who almost had a toe bitten clean off by a loon, which I, I, I refuse to buy. There's no way. That's a, that is... That is a piranha like behavior. Jason just
0: texted in. So, your friend's name was Scuba Steve? Scuba it was Steve. It was my cousin. Yeah, I guess we could have. Co- I never even thought about it. I never even put two and two together.
1: Uh, other people text again. How about this? They say most of the time when a loon finds a lake, it stays there for the rest of its life because it's so hard for them to fly. From Samantha.
0: That's awesome. That means like, that means like some of the same loons I saw as a kid, I'm still seeing to this day. That's cool to me.
1: Loons stick around for the winter.
0: No, I can't imagine. So the life... Well, dude, you got a computer right in
1: front of... Stop asking me questions because I'm answering them wrong. I I told you. I looked it up. The Minnesota DNR. This is literally filled with just guesses. (laughs) Scientists think they can live for 30 years.
0: Maybe. Question mark. They are a a question mark wrapped inside an enigma. I just feel
1: the great state that we are, we couldn't have come up with a better bird. We couldn't have come up with a better bird to plant our flag because Minnesota have so much... That, like, identify with the loon. Dude, I, I disagree with you on that. Jeremy, That's... backing you up. Coolest thing to see is a loon swimming underwater after your hook while oh, you're fishing. You're, oh, jeez. No, while don't... you're fishing. Oh, okay. Like, it's going after your
0: foot. You know, another cool thing that we would do underneath the water is we would uh, lift up a rock and my cousin would grab, like, a crayfish mm-hmm. and, like, hold it up and Bass would come eat it right out of his hand. No. Swear to God.
1: Hold it up and eat the, What, they're jumping out of the water into the air? No, no We were... Did you miss
0: the scuba part of this? You know what scuba (laughs) means, right? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Okay. We were underwater. You scuba'd? Dude, where were you like the past five minutes? I was reading these texts. Where were you? I I literally brought up scuba Steve. Yeah? Okay. (laughs) How is it people are texting in about me scubaing and you're sitting right across from me and didn't even hear what I just
1: said? Don't take this the wrong way. But how poor do you have to be that you go scubaing in a lake as your only scuba experience? Well, I did, I
0: I never went. My cousin went in like the ocean and Lake Superior right. and everything else. But he would bring him to that <laughs> lake. lake. <Superior. laughs> Dude, Lake Superior is. Uh, I'm about to drop a curse word because now, <laughs> now you're getting. Now you're making me angry. <laughs> it started with all that loon talk. Do you know that there's shipwrecks and stuff in Lake Superior that you can go scuba diving on? Yeah, that guy wrote that song. And do you know how clear Lake Superior is? Okay. So you can go scuba diving and, like, dive on shipwrecks. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not cool.
1: Eh.
0: I'm I'm angry. We're a Florida Uh, fight.
1: The adults leave first in the fall. Young ones stay till mid-October. They leave their babies behind? Loons migrate to the Atlantic coast. from Some of y'all need to jump on this DNR website and write it. Samantha, loons go south for the winter and return. Same lake every year to breed. All right. You ready to
0: <laughs> talk about something, Mel? Just wanted to bring it up. First, you make fun of loons. Just saying. Now Bite
1: off a toe. Not a, And no one's backed that up. Now I you're think talking James was back lying. on my cousin
0: Stephen, who, who liked you when he met you.
1: Yeah, nice guy. He won't now. Wow, well, with those flippers, he's walking around the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's not poor, by the way. He had a very successful career. I'm sure. As an elevator technician. <laughs> he had a fantastic career. Put three kids through college, mind you. Three kids through college, debt free, all, all right. thanks to their hardworking dad. And he fed bass by hand. Who well, you're making fun like of. Like Aquaman. Anyway, Wood, how was your evening, brother?
1: I had a very interesting afternoon. If okay. you follow the Kelly and Wood Facebook page, you've already seen my daughter wanted to have a unicorn birthday.
0: Oh, precious little
1: one! She had a unicorn cake. She wanted uh, mac and cheese for dinner. My wife found unicorn mac and cheese. Wow! Let me tell you, was it rainbow cheese? No.
0: Okay, because I'll say that sounds nasty. Instead
1: of like a like a normal noodle,
0: it's a unicorn. It's a
1: unicorn. Okay. And let me tell
0: you, it
1: sucks. <laughs> I believe it because <laughs> you
0: can't cook it right. Right, you can't mess with the noodle.
1: There's so much like pasta in her, like so close. It like it goes from raw raw overdone right, our Italian brothers
0: and sisters perfected the noodle 100 years ago but oh, that's maybe even longer than that
1: but that's what we ate for dinner that's what Murphy wanted but she also wanted to go get her nails done now i said you know what i missed lunch yesterday we had some meetings run long yesterday yeah we were gonna go eat lunch with her at school i couldn't make it so i said here's a deal when she gets off the bus i'll take her to get a manicure Fine. My wife's, hey, I got a million things to do around the house here, getting ready for everything. Go for it. So I took her, but she didn't want to get it done by herself. Okay. Because we're, we're, we're driving there. She goes, well, who's going to sit there with me? I was like, babe, I don't know. I'll be you know answering emails. and doing. She says, no, you have to get your nails done with me. All right. 41 years old. Mm-hmm. Never once in my entire life have I gotten my nails done. I can no longer claim it. (laughs) Did they put like a polish on them? Well, no. Well, so I was like, can I get a, I guess a manicure or whatever? And they're like, what do you want polish? I'm like, no, Uh -uh -uh. I'm a grown man. Right. I can't get nail polish. And so, cool. I tell you what, it was actually quite relaxing. What? Okay. What was the procedure? Did they do the whole rub down? Yeah. So you like like soak your fingers first of all. I I felt terrible. So I'm like, all right. So what do I do? She's like, well, go wash your hands. I'm like, well. how do you do that? And this poor girl like How do you wash your hands? That's what she does. <laughs> what like, kind right. of junk do you have in your hands? We are going to
0: have to start from the very beginning with this guy. But I didn't
1: know they had like a set sink in the back to wash your hands. So I, I Again, I'm flying blind on all this. Yeah. But Murphy got like gel. And this girl, I'm telling you, you want to talk about an actual skill? My daughter's six. Yeah. Her fingernail is the size of a top of a nail. Yeah. This woman drew a perfect unicorn on two of her nails. Wow. And did it with like a little paintbrush and everything. Did she
0: have like the monocle on so she could like really no. zoom in on it? She
1: literally was just sitting there and she she nailed it. You could tell that's a unicorn from even like far away. Like you have to go Yeah. It was an art form. Wow. And but I tell you what, my cuticles a, didn't know really what a cuticle was yesterday. Right. Now I do. It looks painful when they do that thing where they push back the cuticles. It, it's not because you soak your fingers for so long. Everything's, like, soft. Oh. And they go along with these, like, these little, like, scissors and cut everything out. I, I, that's what oh, I man. thought. Oh,
0: sounds, man. It sounds painful.
1: Well, like, the first thing that she started doing was like, ah, and she's <laughs> like, no. And I'm like, Oh. Oh. <laughs> And then, yeah, man, it felt so good. My hands were soft. Nice. And,
0: and because you don't work for a living, your hands will pr- stay soft for a long would time. You yeah, think. you don't do anything.
1: And so Murphy had an absolute blast. We leave. We go home, and I tell you what, this is where my afternoon took a, a, a change.
0: Started out at a 10,
1: probably, I bet. Awesome. My, my son, his room is an absolute mess. It's been a mess for, honest to God, probably three years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's asked for so much stuff for his room for Christmas, a, he has no room for it. B, he treats all of his stuff like crap. Ooh,
0: I don't tolerate that.
1: I told him, I said, look, Santa, and if you're a little one listening, this is this is real. Mm-hmm. Santa knows if you don't treat your current stuff well, he won't bring you new stuff.
0: If Santa can't trust you with a little, he's not going to give you a lot.
1: Well, it's well, why would I give you this toy if you're not going to p- play with it right, right? I'll give it to some other child that's yep. behaved. Even if you've behaved well, if you don't treat your stuff right, mm-hmm. Santa's not going to give it to you. So I had that talk with my son four days ago. Yesterday, finally snapped. Because I walked into his room. There's still crap everywhere. Mm-mm. I am an animated talker.
0: Yes, you are. Very much. The
1: hands pop. <laughs> right. I throw, I, I, you know, I throw hands a little bit. You're a passionate guy. Well, as I'm reading Everett, the I- riot act... I throw my hand behind me (laughs) in the direction of... As if to say, look at all this mess. I I was like, this mountain of crap behind me. And I caught my finger on a door jam. (laughs) Dude, my finger's swollen in black and blue. And as soon as I hit it, I was just like, that hurt. (laughs) And you do the... (laughs) Did you check to make sure the manicure was still good? That's the thing. Everett saw me hit it and knew that it was hurt. And instantly sensed weakness. So I bullied up. And I was... Uh, He's I was, ready to
0: replace the alpha male.
1: I knew that I... I knew I hurt my finger. But I couldn't give in. So I continued to, like, read the riot. And Andrew's standing there. And you know when like you see somebody do Easy. something that you know they got hurt. Right. they not they're kind of playing it off. They don't acknowledge it. Yeah. As soon as I say, "So get up there," and I said, "Get that room clean." And ever turned around the corner, I was. Like, oh. <laughs> Andrews instantly. Do you need ice? I'm like, I, baby girl, I don't know. <laughs>
0: and I, I to wish this ever... day,
1: I, like it's swollen and it's purple.
0: I wish ever would have popped back around the corner like, ha ha,
1: weekly. I knew it, old man. You are going to die soon. I'm like, hey finish our room. <laughs> but that, that, that was my day yesterday, man. You gotta, you gotta parent the kids different and the highs and the lows. Murphy did get a little too out in front of her skis because I was like yelling at Everett. Yeah. And I came walking by her. She goes, Hey, don't talk like that on my birthday. Ooh. I, ter- I said, Hey, you know, you're cute. And it's your yeah. birthday. You're, you're not walking a ab- line.
0: You're not above catching a fresh one. And I was like,
1: back. You, you know, you're six. You're about six hours away from me popping you upside the head for talking like that. <laughs> <"Dad>, Move along. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Yes, my daughter is six. I she made me wear a tiara, not to get our nails done. Thankfully, good
0: lord, dude. But uh,
1: around that, hey, when your girl, when your baby girl six, I know. and she asks you to wear a tiara at dinner, I
0: you wear a tiara. And, and you know me, I miss all that stuff. Like I used to be the one that would take my daughter to get her hair cut, And her nails done, and all. And I miss doing that stuff with yeah. her. Yeah. Because now it's just like, although I did find out yesterday my daughter has straight A's. That? Well, good for you. Which is insane. My son got a major part in the play that they're doing at the community theater, which is weird because my son has kind of a bad stutter. But I think he has a bad stutter when he's trying to come up with things to say on his own. I think his brain is 10 feet out ahead of where his, I can you know, see that. And so anyway, but he got like this major part in the play and I guess he's crushing it. So I'm just like, this is fantastic.
1: Man, good for Vinny, dude.
0: So you had your kind of day, and I'm like, all right, cool. Got a straight-A student. Got a son with one of the lead. I was just living the life of Riley, starring Kelly as Riley. There you go, man.
1: So that's good. You know, hey, things are rocking and rolling, man. I
0: didn't mean to steal your thunder on that. Well, don't. Your story was way better. Mine was a throwaway.
1: Got a broken finger. Have you ever gotten a Manny?
0: I don't think so. I used to have this girlfriend who used to make me get my eyebrows waxed. And go do kind of stuff like that. She wanted to turn me into a metro. Se- we used to call it a metrosexual. I don't know what the hell they call it now. Mm-hmm. That, that may be offensive. If it is, I don't mean any offense by it. But yeah, she would make me go get my eyebrows waxed, which you know why, because my eyebrows grow out of control. I was, you
1: had one yesterday It was looking like a cat whisker. <laughs> I know. I was like, do you use that to see if you can walk through doorways? was <laughs> so like, oh, hey, you got to back out. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks was- like, from the looks over here, it looks like you got it. Yesterday. I got, yeah, I
0: got it. Because it was in my field of vision. I was like, man, I feel like I'm looking through a forest here. It's in I- my field of vision. <laughs> Smack <it in> away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. My eyebrows have always grown crazy. So I had this girlfriend that would make me go get my eyebrows waxed. She also made me get on all kinds of diets. Oh, it was a great relationship. Did you
1: wax anything else?
0: No. no, dude, Wow, on.
1: I don't know how far this went. No, I mean, I think
0: every man should do a little manscaping, you know. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't just yeah. have it be wild. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. And we had, had to- <laughs> history.
1: What did you say? So how about we get to some yeah. history? Yeah, we
0: should have went to history before I even started <laughs> talking. I didn't. Should- I should know to not talk and just let you handle it. (laughs) It was on this day in 1926. In the midst of
2: the great heat wave, to protect the health of her two children, Mrs. Will Thompson bought a Frigidaire with Super Freezer.
0: Super Freezer, the first uh, household refrigerator was patented and ran on natural gas. That doesn't seem right. Which is so crazy. When I was you know, I went to school for HVAC. I've heard. Yeah. Uh and they used to they used to talk of these natural gas air conditioners. And you had to be like a special HVAC guy to you know, I'm sure we have at least one or two HVAC guys listening, but they're used to, I I think they ran on uh like ammonia instead of refrigerant or something. Really? Yeah. And so I remember the I remember the lore hmm. of the natural gas uh uh, AC unit, but I can't. I can't imagine how it works. At the no risk idea.
1: of sounding like a moron, <laughs> don't worry. What do they run on now? Electricity. Well, the
0: like the fan outside and stuff. No, you mean, like you're, you're asking, a, how do they cool the house? A refrigerator. Well, here's the thing. No, one. not
1: HVAC. The a refrigerator.
0: The definition of refrigeration is taking heat from a place where it is unwanted <laughs> to a place where it is unobjectionable. So. That's how it works. The refrigerant goes through what's called an evaporator coil. It absorbs the heat, and then it takes it and it put takes it outside the refrigerator. And yes, you You plu- know, you could just say you didn't know. I do know, dude. Who doesn't know the refrigerator runs on electricity? I'm trying to make you not look so <laughs> Show stupid. Show <of> hands. <laughs> what? What? Do you, you don't know? It's you don't know your fridge is plugged into the wall. Well, I assumed. I, mean, I don't know what's back there. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You don't deserve to be a homeowner.
1: I just have custom cabinetry. Just hides it all from me. And it's all just a magic box you You open. You don't deserve that either. Then who turns off the light inside? (laughs) Answer that! What's powering that light, Wood? (laughs) Gasoline? The the little gnome who runs out and turns it off.
0: (laughs) Holy cow. Um, That reminds me one time my sister-in-law was talking about her her oven in her house, her range. And she goes, is natural gas the one with flames or without? And my dad was like, and they call me stupid. (laughs) That's how he would feel about you. Do mm. <laughs> refrigerators run on electricity. <sighs> All right, let's keep going.
1: Thinking about that question, she asked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got a 50/50 shot.: That's right. Uh, uh, in 1972.: We have ignition. lift off. We have a lift off Apollo 17 up. blasted off from Cape Canaveral. Mm. Well that looks cool, those, that old footage of them. Now what did that one do? I don't know, because that was, you know, 13 is, I don't know if that one even went to the moon, I, I don't know. Because
1: didn't all the Apollo missions do, had something to but, do with the moon, right? Right, it's, but
0: I think Apollo was, the, Apollo 17 was like the last one in 1972. Okay. The last one that went up there. Went through, grabbed all, because we've only been to the moon one time. If you believe that we even went
1: there. You watch your mouth. We went the one time and that was it. The rest of them just kind of circled the moon, was my understanding. Yeah,
0: I'm not 100% sure, and I love space, mm-hmm. but um I, I don't know. Mappy. To be honest with you. Space is stupid. I'm, I'm thrown off by your question early. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just wondering what people are thinking. Like, say <laughs> someone's tuning in today for the first time. Do refrigerators <laughs> run on electricity? <laughs> and then, would. Let's class it up a little bit, because in 1941, we all know what happened on wow. December 7th. We interrupt this broadcast and bring you this important bulletin from the United Press.
3: Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor.
0: It was Pearl Harbor was attacked on this day in 19... Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, in 1941.
1: Greatest generation.
0: Man, just the stories that came out of of people lying about their age so they could go serve the country. That That's the thing that always gets me about that. You know, like you'll hear about guys who are 16... Who claim to be eighteen just so they could go fight?
1: And look, I, we don't get political on the show you or don't anything know, like that. We don't. But I tell you what, like I went to Google this morning, yeah. And I, obviously, I know the date of Pearl Harbor, right? And because you know it's my daughter's birthday's a day before and everything, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's always in my mind when it comes around this time of year. Like Google doesn't have anything up. Like you know, how the usually do like all that stuff for all these things. Yeah. yeah, nothing up there for Pearl Harbor.
0: Well, I mean, we we know why. But that irritates me. It it does me too. I, I I feel like if we were to maybe teach kids what happened during Pearl Harbor, maybe I don't know, maybe people would have a little more pride in this country.
1: I have been lucky to do a lot of traveling with my family and get to see a lot of cool things, but going to Pearl Harbor still is one of the top five moments of just kind of sitting there and being like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, feel just understand what happened here. All those years ago and how it went down and how many people lost their lives and like the, the, if you don't know, like the actual, I, what what's the word to call it? Like the, like, uh, memorial, memorial. Yeah, yeah thank you that is on the water is literally over a sunken boat that still has the bodies oh. inside because they don't want to bring those men up because they say hey look they lost their lives yeah. with their with those men they need to stay down there i mean it, and like the crazy thing is is like people will that survived pearl harbor yeah when they get when they pass on a lot of them want their ashes dumped at pearl harbor <sighs> wow and so that to me and what that kicked off, my both of my grandfathers fought in the Second World War. Mm-hmm. That generation, it all it always gets called, you know, the Greatest Generation. Right? There's no joke to that. Like that, a- that is it. And how those all those men and women. You want to talk about right. like women rights and everything? How women stepped up. I think that's one of the coolest aspects of World War Two of women, like the, the uh, Rosie the Riveter. Right? How they stepped up and started doing quote unquote man jobs back here. Yeah. That men went to go fight the war. Well, who's going to do all these jobs? Women stepped up and did all this stuff. And I think that really accelerated a lot of the women's rights stuff. So, hey, they can do this stuff. Right. It, sounds it sounds archaic when we say it now. Well, right. But I
0: mean, we're, also, we're looking at it 80 years later, 81 years later. That's why.
1: But even like when my grandmother and my grandfather, my, my grandfathers, the one I was, you know, I got close with and knew about, mm-hmm. never, ever ever talked about the war
0: yeah my grandpa didn't either
1: and then come to find out years later when he passed on he brought a bunch of stuff home from the war i would have loved to have that stuff my grandmother traded it for a dining room table oh man like he had um he 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 actually had like nazi stuff like he had a nazi helmet that he took really? from a man Holy um, cow. i mean the, we talk about that generation and it all got started on this day
0: yeah because this is
1: what kicked us into the world. Remember, the United States didn't want to be a part of it. Hey, this ain't us. Yeah. And then you came and you picked a fight with us. Then boom. Well, guess what? Yeah. Well, then now we bring it to you guys. And it just reminded the world you don't who's mess. wearing the foot. You right. know what I mean?
0: You don't mess with us.
1: So, uh, you know, if if you got little ones, I think it's always important to teach them this stuff. So when I see this stuff, like Google doesn't have it up or anything... Yeah, sorry. It
0: irritates me. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm 100 percent with you, man. It's like it's it's like when we went to the 9/11 memorial in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, like I got super emotional, and I, I don't even know. It was I've never had that happen before to me, and I'm an emotional guy. Whatever, Ha-ha, mm-hmm. We joke about it, but like I walked up on that memorial, and I was like, man, what happened here? And then think about that. I mean. It's there's a lot of parallels between that and Pearl Harbor. It
1: really was our generation's Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and it, so to think about what happened at Pearl Harbor, and we're losing these veterans, sadly. I know man. every day, and I pretty know. soon there's going to be no one left who fought in that war. Yep, and that's going to be a sad day because that generation, they were different. That's a good one, man. They were
0: different, my friend. All right, and well, let's just do one birthday. There's only one birthday that I thought anyone would recognize.
1: Bird inbounds. It comes to Maxwell. Max puts it on the floor. We're down to six.
0: Bird in the corner, double fake jumper. It's good. Larry Bird,
1: man, the The, Hick from French Lick, the Great White Hope. Well, and you know he is goes down as one of the greatest trash talkers in basketball history. He could go toe to toe with Michael Jordan, running his mouth, shooting hoops, everything. Right. (laughs) Right. And if it wasn't for his back giving out, who knows what kind of records he could still hold. And the, hit, the greatest story, and I know it's sports, but... We are, and we are running
0: late, dude. <laughs>
1: Allow me to do this.
0: Okay, I, it's talking double speed.
1: First ever three-point contest. Yeah. A, a lot of stars were in it. Right. Because right? it was the first thing. Yeah. Larry Bird walked into the locker room. You're talking about, you know, there's Michael Jordan in there. There's all these stars. And he goes, who's winning second place tonight? And everyone was kind of <laughs> like, what a... That's amazing. (laughs) And what did he do? He went out and won. If you watch it, his last shot, he shoots it. (laughs) He turns. He knows it's in to win. Oh, man. Larry Bird was different. Uh, He's got to be in his 60s. 66?
0: Ah, you're right on the nose with that one, my friend. Come
1: on, man.